Welcome to week one preview and breakdown of NFL Daily Fantasy with Breezy. Week okay. one, um, or you can take, you know, Lamar Jackson. And But I, 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 I'm not suggesting Lamar week one. I think he's probably going to do well, but for his, the price that he is, it's just I'm not going to do it week one because people have had the whole offseason and a whole year to prepare for his running. So I want to see what the teams are going to do when they play him. Yeah, week one's so tough because we haven't seen any, we've seen any preseason. Yeah, we don't know who's. I mean, we know some of the players, but we don't know who's going to get all the week one burn, um, or if everyone's going to play the whole game. You know, they'll play the whole game, but are they going to get a ton of ton of carries? But we know McCaffrey is probably. Um, recent history shows McCaffrey in game ones drops like thirty to forty points, fantasy points. Right. Um, so he's someone I'm going to have in my lineup. Right. Even at ten thousand um, salary, he's still he's still a play. Um, looking at quarterback this week, everyone's priced like a hundred a hundred dollars different. So it's really hard going into week one. A lot of new offenses. We got Brady with Tampa. Um, we got Cam with New England, Joe Burrow. So there's just a bunch of different options, and I am going to play it the old strategy. The the old strategy that seems to work really well is paying cheaply on a quarterback uh, because quarterbacks have the, the least variation in scores out of any other position. So why pay 7 or 8K for somebody like Russell Wilson or Lamar when you could pay 5,600 for Tyrod, who only needs to get you like 16 to 18 points and he right. gets value. Yep. Um, so – Right now, I'm kind of looking at Tyrod Taylor, but I also like Jimmy Garoppolo, surprisingly. Um, he's playing against Arizona. Their defense is still very bad. They're going to have a lot of high-scoring games this year. Their offense is pretty good, um, but their defense still lacks. And Jimmy put up 31 fantasy points against them last year. Um, but for right now, I'm riding Tyrod, um, and I will let you know if that changes. For running backs, um, strategy of mine, I always like to pay up at least for two really good running backs, and I normally like to play three running backs. So I play two running backs, and I play another running back in the flex. Flex, yeah. Um, PPR is DraftKings, so most of the time you want a, either a workhorse or at least somebody that gets a ton of pass-catching work. Examples of that would be Austin Eckler, last year's James White, um, players like that. James White's still going to be like that. I just don't know how he's going to be without Tom Brady. Seems like they dunked it to James White a lot. Uh, but on my first look, I'm looking at locking in Christian McCaffrey, uh, Josh Jacobs, and then the third running back for me is either going to be Chris Thompson, if I'm going to be paying down uh, with Leonard Fournette leaving Jacksonville and whatever that other guy's name was getting released from Jacksonville. They only yeah. pretty much have two guys there. And then um, uh, did you see AP got signed by the Lions? I did. I'm, I'm like, I can't believe carry on. I mean, they have DeAndre Swift. They got carry on. I know carry on had a bad year, but he was a rookie last year. Yep. Um, I'm pretty surprised that they threw AP in, but I think he's going to be more of like a mentor, maybe get a little bit of playing time, but kind of just like a role model type guy for them. Um, but yeah, so I, I really like the matchup 
McCaffrey and Jacobs have because they're playing each other week one. Um, and obviously McCaffrey by himself, you can play him against anybody. He's pretty much um, – that's the right word. He's just – you can draft him against any team, and he seems to find a way to get it done. It's a lot of um, touches. Yeah, between catching and throwing, and they'll get to the goal line, and he'll get three plays in a row, um, especially with their quarterback situation. They still have uh, – they have Teddy Bridgewater, actually. He's, he's their starter, which I actually think he's pretty good. Um, he's probably going to be a little bit rusty coming, coming back into playing a full season. I think Bridgewater is going to fit that system well with McCaffrey. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. He loves to dink the ball around, like, kind of like uh, Tom Brady does. Um, and, and we saw last year with New Orleans how well he played when he came in. For five wins, five right? Six. Yeah, just won every game. Uh, made his fan or his real-life stock go way up from those five games. Um, and I actually really respected him when he was in Minnesota, too. So I, I kind of liked him. I'm curious to see how he does. Um I actually was telling my buddy that another guy that I work with and he was like, I was telling him I wanted to potentially play, potentially play Cam week one. And he's like, I can't, he's like, I can't do, I can't with it's so uncertain. He doesn't know how it's going to go or what it's going to be like. And I'm like, but they're playing Miami and that'd be just a good game for Cam to just come out and crush. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so but there's some other running backs that that I'm looking at. I really like Eckler. Um, I think most of the year they're going to be playing from behind, um, so there is a chance I find a way to to get Eckler because I'd have Tyrod and Eckler together, um, pretty much get all the touchdowns in the game. Either Eckler's running it in or Tyrod's throwing it in. Um, scrolling the list um, for for cheaper running backs. I kind of like Le'Veon Bell earlier in this week, but as I heard more and more just about about the Jets and Gates and how it still is there. Playing the Bills. They play That's the Bills. Tough defense, man. Yeah, you guys' D is nice. Getting drafted hella early in and, and, and pretty much every draft I've been in, they've been one of the first uh, defenses off the board with San Fran and New England. New England's a shocker because for defense, they lost eight starters. Yeah, I, I don't year. know. I just played, I just did a $20, I did a bunch of them, but Yahoo, you can pretty much join pro leagues right on Yahoo's site and you just pay and then you get into a draft and you have your team. Uh, people were picking New England. I, I mean, there's probably some characters playing on Yahoo for 20 bucks. Someone drafted Patrick Mahomes fifth. So, <laughs> like first that round? Tells you stuff. Yeah, like first, first round, round, like. Like, nope, not Alvin Kamara, not Dalvin Cook, not Mike Thomas. I'm going to take him. Um, he's going to struggle this year probably, that guy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, those are pretty much all I'm looking at at running back. Miles Sanders, McCaffrey, Eckler, Jacobs, and Chris Thompson. I want to know more about Chris Thompson because taking him at a, a low price, like 4000 just seems great. And Jacksonville is going to be playing from behind pretty much the whole year, right now, I, I would think. Um, and their plan is to – yeah, it's just uh, Chris Thompson will have a pass-catching role in the Jaguars committee backfield. So they're going to be in a committee with two or three other people, but he might be getting all of the passing down work. And at 4K, he doesn't have to do that much. 
I read this morning that Lamar Miller is visiting the Bills this week. Wow, Lamar Miller. <clears throat> a little blast in the past there. So Yeah, that was back when he when he when he had it. Yeah. When he went to Houston. Yeah, I read that this morning that he's going to visit the Bills, which I don't know. They got a, I feel like they got a couple of good backs there. They got a they got a lean on Singletary and just Yeah, I was gonna Moss. say I they just like let Singletary be the man because he's pretty good. I, I don't know why everybody feels like they need seven running backs in the league. Right? Can't you just get away with like, two good guys and just run them like they used to? Right. <laughs> All right. Who do you like a wide receiver? All right. So for wide receiver, there's wide receiver is always going to be the area where you could find the most people, the most value. Um, week one makes it a little bit tougher because I don't have any stats, any rapport of, of who's been working yep. together a lot. So stuff's going to change. So I'm kind of going with my strategy of where I pay up at running back and I get a couple of middle of the pack receivers who are, who are still really good, but they're not Mike Thomas or they're not Julio Jones because I can't afford those guys. Um, I would say if you're a guy that likes to punt your running backs to look at Mike Thomas, I mean, you can't go wrong with someone who averages almost 30, 25, 30 fantasy points a game on DraftKings. Right. Um, but my number one wide receiver that I currently have locked in is Calvin Ridley. Um, 6,100 playing against Seattle. Um, Which I think the game is going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a shootout too. I, in a couple of my GPPs, I'm actually running Calvin Ridley and Julio. Um, but Calvin's had yeah. such a good, good year last year, right towards the end was doing great. And for 6k in a shootout type game at home, really like it. I, I don't know if I'm going to change out Calvin Ridley at all. Like he might be one of the guys that's like locked into my current lineup. And then here, my, my second wide receiver, I want Odell Beckham for right now. Um, I feel like 5900 is where he ended up last year in price. Yep. I feel like it's a little bit cheap. Uh, he still gets so, so much usage, and, and, and they try to feed him the ball as much as they can. So for 5900 I think you could, you could stay on the way. But he is going against Baltimore, who still has a pretty good defense. Um, but last year, Odell got like, seven, I think, 17 versus them. So whoever was guarding them, then he got 15 and, and only four catches. So like, but that was towards the end of, end of the season and they weren't making playoffs. So like, you know, didn't really mean that much. Right. I think Odell's going to come out and, and try to do something this year. And I mean, with Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt, they can do that. It's going to be a hard game week one, but I think playing from behind, Odell will get his points. Um. My third wide receiver that my current roster has is Marquise Brown, Hollywood. Uh, I really like Hollywood. I, I think 5,100 on DraftKings is a little bit too cheap for someone who was injured a lot of last year. Um, and when he when he did play a full game, he, he did well. The one thing you could say is he's more boomer bust. Yep. Um, he's more of like a, a, long, a long ball guy, but I don't know. There's been a lot of hype about him. Cleveland's defense is not that good, or at least they, they're not fast enough to guard Marquise. Um, and, and I think teams are going to be planning for Lamar Jackson's running game. So so they're going to have to throw the ball more. Hollywood's the number one. They said they want to get him more involved. It's, it seems like the right play to me. I like it. 
And I'm just going to throw another three or four wide receivers into the mix because those are the guys that I'm looking at that I might be swapping out Odell for or if I really decide maybe Hollywood. Um, but I like DJ Chark. He's one of my favorite players this year. I think he's going to have a great year. Um, yeah, he's on Jacksonville. But him and Minshew seem to have a good rapport together. Minshew's um, got to throw to somebody. Yeah, I know, right? Who else is there? Uh, right. Who is the Cole? <laughs> yeah. Guys like that. So I like Shark. I, I think at 6,300, though, I'm going to pass on him this week just because Calvin's 61, and I feel like I like Calvin more. Um, DK Metcalf, I think he's going to have a great year this yes. year. He's, That's a stud. He, he's been moved up in drafts like crazy. Um, he's going against Atlanta, which I think is going to be a shootout. So I wouldn't mind having like Calvin Ridley and and DK Metcalf and hope that hope that they're airing it out in that game. And then I have to throw in love for my boy Scary Terry McLaurin. Scary he broke Terry. out last year. Broke out last year for Washington. Uh, you know, we didn't expect him to move forward as much as he did last year. And so I, I just think he's he's really hard to guard and, and with with the decent quarterback this year. Um, I think they have a shot. They're playing with Dwayne Haskins, so I, 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 think he, I think he got a little bit better from when, when he started. Was it two years ago, or did he start at the beginning of last year? Yeah. Uh, probably got some experience that that was really needed, and they actually said that them two have a, a rapport together already, and we're working out in the off season, throwing passes to each other. That's that's big. Yeah, and same with um, Hollywood and Lamar. They were doing that too, but that's kind of obvious. And then I just want to jump down to a couple value guys that originally, like when I first looked at my lineup, I was thinking Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders. Well, Miles Sanders is 2,300 more than Chris Thompson. Uh, but so if you're going Chris Thompson, you might not have to go one of these lower wide receivers, but if you're going to go Miles Sanders, then you'd have to find some more value. And so for a couple of value guys that I like this week to think are Paris Campbell. Um, he is I'm trying to find his price. He is 3900 on DraftKings for Indianapolis. Uh, he cleared concussion protocol recently. He is the number one, uh, number two behind uh, Ty Hillen, T.Y. Hillen. Yep. And they're going against Jacksonville, who I feel like are just going to get beat up. I don't know. I just feel like they're going to get beat up all year. It's like a rebuild, rebuild year when you drop Leonard for not like that. Um, I don't know if you're looking to win because you drop Leonard for net and you don't, you don't fill it with anybody that. I think they're tanking. Me too. It's, it's pretty obvious they're tanking, honestly. So They're probably going for a draft pick like you're thinking and, and they're just throwing the season away because Leonard for net was worth three or four million dollars, whatever he's getting paid right now. No way fans are butts about it, but maybe Leonard gives them a better chance to win. They don't want that. They, want, they might want to lose this year, but um, Paris Campbell and Dante Pettis. Now, Dante Pettis had a horrible year last year. He didn't get along with his coach. Was it Mike Shanahan or Kyle Shanahan? Kyle Shanahan. Um, seems like they cleared the air, it says. And there's a lot of injuries for the uh, wideouts for Sam right now. So Dante Pettis might go into week one versus Arizona at 3,700. Um, 
the only thing that's really scary is you look at his games last year and, and you're like, okay, he had a lot of hype. And the highest receptions he had was five catches and, and six targets. So it scares me a little bit to play someone like this. So that's kind of why I'm leaning towards the Chris Thompson and don't pay down as much on wide receiver. But for 3,700 taking a shot on the number one wide receiver versus Arizona, it seems juicy. Um, I'm going to have them definitely in some of my GPPs, but it could be cash. There's still a lot of good information to come out that, that I that I utilize. There's a lot of programs that will analyze what everybody, what everyone's thinking and put that all into one word doc for you. And you could say, oh, Christian McCaffrey was mentioned 60 times this week in different articles. And then you can look and go, oh, Hollywood Brown is only in one article. Right. Um, so it gets you some good information on, on who's being talked about and who's not. The reason why I like looking at stuff like that is because there's something called chalk. I mean, I'm sure you guys talked about yep. chalk, but the people that are that are highly owned on DraftKings, and sometimes you, you want to avoid it if you really don't think that chalk is going to do well, but a lot of the times you want to go with it so that you can differentiate yourself elsewhere and not get burned if a 60 or 70 or 80% guy goes out and gets 20 or 30 fantasy points, and then you're right. playing from the yep. versus the field. Um, but, yeah, those are the wide receivers I'm looking at. I'm going to move on down to tight end. Cats are crazy. Um, <laughs> tight end, it's, it's crazy when you're looking at George Kittle at 7,200 and you know he's going to have a monster game, but there's no way you're going to be able to play him if you want to play all the guys that you want to play. Um, he's going to be high all year. Yeah, it's crazy. 72, he's, he's – the price of uh, Devontae Adams, to put that in perspective. Is a white, yeah. Um, I'm paying down on tight ends. That's a strategy I do most of the year, um, mainly because I'm trying to go the big two, the big three running backs. If I didn't take someone like Kirsten McCaffrey, it would open up a lot of salary space. But in, in cash, I think you can get away with those secure points and you you don't have to pay up for a tight end because your other players can do just as good as George Kittle's going to do. Right. Um, so where I'm looking to is actually the Jets tight end. Um, Chris Herndon. Yep. Got injured last year. Uh, super talked about for multiple years. Like he's some sort of amazing, amazing player. Great workouts. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a flyer on him at 3,300. I feel like if anything, he's at least going to be owned 30, 40 percent. So either way, I'm not totally killed if he does bad, and if he does good, we're ahead of the other 60 percent. Um, he's gonna be their starting quarterback, and according to a lot of reports, one of the top receiving options for Sam Darnold, who likes to go to his tight ends into the slot a lot. I like it. Um, the 3,300, you're kind of putting money elsewhere where someone's going to get more touches, more targets. Exactly. I mean, I, I can see Herndon getting us 10, 15 points at 3K and say Kittle gets 20 points, but he's 7,200. So so that's over double the price. Right. Um, a couple other tight ends that I think are in good spots that I like are Hayden Hurst. Um, he's on Atlanta now, so he took over for Austin Hooper. So, and we we know from previous history that Matt Ryan likes to throw to um, 
to the tight ends because Austin Hooper did great last year. Um, a little scary to not see Hayden Hurst actually ever perform that well in a game, though, catch-wise. But he's always been splitting time with uh, with another tight end, and it looks like he's going to lock in the number one role here. Um, and then TJ Hawkinson and Mike Jacecki, they're all right in the line um, at prices of 42, 43, and 4,500. Uh, Jacecki had a breakout year last year as a tight end, I'd say. Um, played really well with Ryan Fitzpatrick. And we don't really know, like you said, New England lost a lot of guys. We don't know what's going on there. He could be a secret steal at 4,500. Yeah, that could be really good. And it's not and only New England losing eight guys. It's like, who who did you bring in and have they meshed yet? It's tough to like get that. Yeah, and then and then they let go of Tom. So yeah. I mean, and not let go, but let him go to a different team. So it's kind of like New England might be taking a year off or something. And if if they're not getting first downs with Cam, that defense is going to spend a lot of time on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I can't wait to see. I can't believe we're so close. Thursday night we get a game. Yeah, I'm pumped. Um, but, yeah, those are tight ends. I did want to mention TJ Hawkinson, too. He had a great year last year, I'd say, for a tight end. Not a great year, but he was always – he was getting, like, 8, 10, 15 fantasy points a game in that range. Uh, the problem is he got his ankle surgically repaired last year, and a lot of the reports are saying he's not 100%, so I probably wouldn't touch him until until I've seen what's going on with him. And then – so. There's not really a, a reason for me to go over flex option too much because I, I gave multiple running backs and wide receivers. Yep. So for me, my flex is going to be Chris Thompson as of right now. Yep. Uh, but that could change. But all the different guys that I mentioned are probably going to find a way either in or out of my lineup. Um, and then defense. But you can never guess who I chose as my defense. This the Bills? Week. <laughs> I wish. If I was rich, I would take the Bills in a heartbeat, but I'm not. So you Denver? I'm thinking, no, 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 no. It's uh, it's the Colts uh, against Jacksonville. So it's actually I, a good one. Beating up on on Jacksonville at least until they prove to me that they they don't deserve to to be stacked upon or to take defenses against. Um, I mean, is anybody you know, taking Gardner. Jacksonville serious right now? I don't think so. And, and just – it's just literally DJ Chark and Minshew. There's yeah. no running game there anymore right. at all. Just Chris Thompson with some pass catching because I figure they're going to be behind. The Colts are going to be winning. I like their defense. I take the opposite running back, the pass catching running back. So they kind of script – game script together. Right. Um, but, all right, so here here's – my play of the week for GPP, though, Miami Dolphins, 2000 against New England. I think that's the play. I might be the play for cash. I'm not sure. Miami versus, I, I think Miami's defense? Yeah. That's not – And mid-price. Yeah. I mean, at least that in a GPP, I already made a lineup that has them in there, but – I think you're safer if you can afford the Colts. Um, if you can afford the Colts or the Eagles or the Bills, but the Eagles and Bills are the number two expensive uh, defenses. So I went down to, you know, 
eighth or ninth ranked defense in terms of price, but going against the beat up Jacksonville, I think they're locked into to score yeah. six to ten fantasy points. No, I like it. Yeah, that's the Eagles playing Washington. Washington's another one like Jacksonville until they actually come out and do something. They got, I mean, because they've yeah. got more than football problems in Washington. So we'll yeah, have to wait and see what's going on there. Yeah, Washington football team. Yeah, that's, that's what they call them as the defensive name on the on on DraftKings. Yeah, they don't even call sure. it. They can't call them Redskins anymore. No, I like that, dude. That's that's good info. It's a good start. I mean, I think we're gonna learn a lot after week one of how teams are gonna play, how they're gonna use their tools. We don't we didn't see anything in a preseason. And granted, yeah, preseason, no preseason we don't see a lot of starters, but we still see something. So it's kind of tough to make that call. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with you. We're, week one's always scary and exciting for me. I'm really excited that football's back, and I'm just like, oh, man, like is Josh Jacobs actually going to get the burn that he got last year? I mean, all the reports right. say so, right. but does the coach say so? Right. You know? Yeah, so I agree. that's – you know, I, I like to post something out, like when I when I make the when I make the post, just saying, you know, don't, don't go too crazy on week one. Right. You know, we're still learning of the players but you definitely want to be involved i mean just these are the weeks where you get steals if you know who's going to be good you can steal them for a week or two with their current prices right um and then you know once they actually have a good game there goes their price you know so like marquise brown's 5100 he might score 22 fantasy points on an 80 yard touchdown that he runs off with and now next week he might be 6200 and now 51 Right. Yeah. We're going to see changes in prices next week too. Once we see everybody. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And no, I like the other good thing is I just wanted to say it was in week two, a lot of the times the pricing for week two comes out like right after the Sunday slate starts. So week two, you're most likely going to see the guys pretty much the same price. Um, but then going into week three, it starts analyzing all the cost, and then you'll start seeing major changes in price. Big change in price, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. 